everybody. So glad to have you back to another awesome episode of the Sales Team Ready Podcast, where there are no limits, just opportunities to crush. It's all about scaling to the mountaintop, reaching the mountaintop, and bringing as many people with you as you can. So glad to be able to be with you today and share more insights and knowledge about growing your business, doing things differently, doing them exponentially, setting you apart and gaining market share and getting more visibility, more revenue because you're making more impact, right? Um, before we dive in, I'm going to have, have you go to my personal website at jimp360.com, jimp360.com. Make sure that you download my contact information into your phone so you can just shoot me a text. And when I call you or I reach out to you, you'll know, hey, that's from Jim because you'll see my lovely melon <laughs> shining up in your in your phone. Um, so uh, make sure you save it there and then hit that text button. When you go into the contact button, push the text button, send me a text and let me know that you're hearing me on the podcast. If you got any questions or anything you want us to do an episode on, anything you need help with, this is what we do. We're turning this into the content for you. We're looking to serve you in any way we can while you're on your scaling and sales journey, right? So today's guest is host of a podcast that I was recently on called the One Big Tip Podcast, right? Uh, and Jeff Mendelson, uh, he is a guy that you're, uh, I think you're really going to like. He's got a smooth, cool way about him. Very smart marketer with a lot of expertise uh, over 20 years worth uh, in the digital marketing agency world. Basically, uh, it's just has learned and grown and moved with the times so that he's constantly picking up new strategies, new insights, and he's relevant in the current climate. Right, somebody that you're going to want to learn a lot from. So he, uh, in addition to hosting a podcast, he runs his uh, digital service marketing agency uh, and works on developing comprehensive digital marketing campaigns for startups and established businesses, focusing on lead generation and ROI-based initiatives, meaning make you money. <laughs> put in a dollar, get two out. Anytime you can do that, you should be looking for how much money can I put in. Okay. Jeff is based in Miami, but he works worldwide. He is a, uh, a, a no digital nomad, uh, somebody who, who has a really great perspective on meeting people where they are, wherever they are, right? He helps entrepreneurs conceptualize, develop, uh, and execute all-encompassing digital strategies um, for their marketing, sales funnels, paid campaigns, and getting the right people and disciplines in place, right? Which we all need. Right. Over 15 years of continuous digital marketing experience in all formats, uh, Jeff is a wealth of information on what works, what doesn't, and the insight and the insight into the digital marketing space. Well, let's welcome Jeff to the show. Awesome. So, uh, as we just heard the you know the the official introduction, uh, everything here, Jeff. Thanks so much for being here. And would you say hello to the sales team ready audience and just give us the the cliff notes version of why you're doing all this? How this come to be? Jim, thank you so much for having me. This is, uh, you know, this is a lot of fun. I get a big charge out of this. Um, the long and short of it is, and this is this is actually interesting. Um, LinkedIn just told me I've been a digital marketer now for 20 years. Oh, wow. Right? It makes me feel positively ancient at this point, you know, doing it in different capacities. And uh, what's interesting about that is, you know, I've, I've been through just about every wave, every... Um, you know, from search engine optimization to paid ads, moving, uh, you know, setting up Facebook pages and then, you know, just all that kind of stuff. Right. And one of the things that I've learned along the way is that it um, you're basically using these different tools from other people's houses, right? Facebook invited everyone in to, you know, come play in our yard, you know, 
use the bathroom, use the master bedroom upstairs, whatever, you know, but you have a few rules you need to play by. Right. And those rules can be a little bit arbitrary. They can be a little bit, uh, you know, off to the side. So you really need to be careful on what you're doing. Otherwise they will kick you out. Right. Right. And what, you know, the same thing with Google, you know, and same thing with, you know, with all these platforms. And one of the things I've learned, you know, over this time is just, uh, you know, the importance of creating your own platform, right? So what I've done over the past couple of years is um, I really wanted to start a podcast. And when I started one, um, it's called the one big tip. And what I did was, you know, I, at first it was, I wanted to speak with four people a month. Like that was like my big thing. I'm like, how am I going to get four people a month to talk to me? And what's funny, and I'm sure you experienced this as well. You put a microphone in front of your mouth. People want to talk to you, right? So in my experience, four people turned to 10, 10 turned to 20, 20 turned to 60. I'm like, right. wait a second, I'm only 52 weeks in a year. <clears throat> so I'd increase my release cadence to twice a week and people still kept on coming. And what happened was, you know, I just learned that, you know, doing a podcast doesn't necessarily mean you need to be, you need to be this uh, super famous Howard Stern, Joe Rogan type person, but right. uh, you just need to have a, a message that resonates enough with the people that you're looking to speak with. And if that community is a hundred people, then great. You should start a podcast. If that community is much bigger, great. You even better. You should start a podcast because there is no easier way to meet people than to, you know, just get them on a, you know, on a zoom call or, you know, some other type of meeting and record it. I mean, why keep all that goodness, you know, to, to yourself between you and your guest, you know, you might as well just, might as well just publish it and let everyone else learn about it. And it increases the authority and platform for both of you, you know, both for me as a podcast host and for you as a guest or vice versa. And what happens is that it just, it's great because you get to share a lot of awesomeness. That's really what I've been up to these past couple of years is sort of shifting away from the slinging websites, paid ads, content marketing, social media bit that my agency currently works on and really working towards using a podcast as a platform to not only for lead generation, but also for uh, creating and establishing authority for your brand. It's actually pretty awesome. Yeah, I appreciate all that. And it seems it's very interesting because uh, I've been playing in the podcast game for a few use, few years now. I've had a couple of different iterations and, uh, you know, you hear the terms of like pod fade or whatever that, you know, the average podcast disappears after nine or 10 episodes. I was exactly that like eight years ago. I got eight, I got nine episodes in. I was like, this is just too much and crazy. And I wasn't seeing any results of it, of course, not after nine episodes of anything. Um and so I abandoned it. And, and then, you know, we jumped back in a couple of years ago and now we're doing, you know, like I think 120 episodes, something like that. But we have a purpose for it and a strategy behind it and a system to ensure it. And so now it's wholly different. But one of the things that I think is something that people, it's something everybody should be doing for the bang for the buck and how much money you're going to spend on it and the ability to repurpose the content and, and darn near any way you choose. I think it's just insane not to be. Uh, in podcast producing a 20 minute episode turns you into a content producing monster right think about that for a minute you take that one conversation you transcribe it now you have however many words were spoken there 
You get your writer to write a nice action-oriented blog post around it. You have another thousand words. Pull out some of the value bombs. Now you have a wealth of social media assets that you can create squares, rectangles, yeah. audiograms, TikToks, reels. You know, right. you can really just go to town on creating that. And what happens is that that is for each and every episode. And each and every episode that you uh, that you put out there all it does is increase your authority as well as uh, lending a hand to, to the platform for the person that you're interviewing or that you're talking to. And that I think is the, one of the points that are necessarily missed, right? Because I've gone already to a few of those, uh, you know, podcast conventions, right? Like PodFest, right. podcast movement and all that. And I guess the thing that was always curious for me was when you would meet somebody that's like, oh, I'm going to start a mental health podcast. Really? Why? Well, I suffered one, two, three, four, five, six horrible things in my life, right? That I have overcome <laughs> and now I'm going right. to, you know, now I'm going to put that out to the world. I'm like, okay, great. But how is that going to further your agenda? How is that going to, you know, how is that? Gonna, well, I want people to be inspired. I'm like, inspiration's great, but how is, how does inspiration pay the bills? Right. And like right. you said, you know, once there's a strategy there and once there's a next step and there, you know, there's this ascension of value that you're progressively giving, that's when it becomes interesting. If you're just doing this for free therapy, more power to you, believe me, you know, I, yeah. you know, I hope you support it, but it's not necessarily something that you should be implementing in your business unless you have a, unless you have a strategic plan behind it and are able to, you know, to move on it. Yeah, I think um, there's so many other side benefits too. Just with, I'm a big Grant Cardone follower. You know, I'm not necessarily a buyer of his content per se, but I am all buyer on his mindset perspective. The guy, nobody takes action like that guy. Um, and uh, one thing he 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 says, I actually got it written up on my flip chart over here, but um, best known beats best product every day, and. Um, I wholeheartedly subscribe to that. There are so many people who have mediocre products, but they're everywhere and they're visible and people buy them. You could have the best product on the planet. If nobody can find you, it is useless. And so you just have to be visible and you have to be found. And two of the best search engine optimization tools that I have found that have worked for us is blog posts on your website and podcasts. I mean, nothing ranks in SEO like Apple Podcasts, like iTunes, all that stuff. So if you're producing content that's indexing regularly in Google, man, I've never been more searchable and findable than when, you know, when we were posting our podcasts on our blog and Isn't that repurposing them, cutting them. Part of the pull here is that you are not necessarily locked into one platform when you podcast, right? So let's say, for example, I, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to get risque on, on this episode, of course, but let's just say we get a little risque on it. Right. And you say something either too politically charged or a little bit too vulgar, you know, maybe, maybe you'll get kicked off of Apple podcasts. Right. But guess what? There's still 20 other directories that are going to, you know, that is going to host your content and put it out there and it's still going to be available. You do the exact same thing in your Facebook feed and you trigger some AI related filter, you could theoretically be kicked off the platform a week, a month or forever. Right. right. And what, what happens there is that, you know, you can still even publish your own podcast, like on your own site. Like if you, if you were diligent enough to build a large enough audience that people are coming to your site, then losing one platform, or if 
lo and behold, one day Spotify decides to get all Puritan and cancel out a lot of people. Great. There's still many other avenues you can go, you know, to do that, which is why it's so important to, while you should be utilizing all of these channels, Facebook, TikTok, Google, you know, what have you, right. you know, in order to get the word out, you should not be relying on them as your cash cow because any one of those platforms can shut you down in New York second, right? And all you're going to have left is your own email list and your own content to put out there. And that is something no one can silence from you. Amen to that. Um, you know, before we pushed record on here, we were talking a little bit about some of your, some of things going on in different parts of the world. And, you know, you've been, you, you've done a lot of world traveling. Um, how does podcasting lend itself to a world traveler to somebody who wants to be able to run a business virtually from anywhere. You know, what's interesting is that, um, first of all, it, this allows you to network like nobody's business. And the example I give is this, Jim, if you and I were to meet at a, at a funnel hacking live or a trafficking conversions conference, right? Right. I maybe would have gotten 90 seconds of your time and a business card if you had one, maybe. Right. And then you would have gone off to you doing your convention thing and I'm doing mine. Right. That's it. Now that we're doing this online, you know, we're having this conversation, like we're really getting to know each other. You're getting to know, you know, like my inflections, my passion, how, you know, how I do things and the same I'm doing for you. Right. So it makes for a much warmer and richer relationship going forward. Right. Because now we have the confidence in each other that, you know, if there's something I needed your help with, you probably have the resources to, uh, you know, to provide and vice versa. Right. Right. So what happens? The networking opportunities, like I said, are just endless. Right. Because this really is the ultimate networking tool. Now, while everyone holds up, uh, you know, holds up their phone. Oh, you could just put you could just podcast from your iPhone. Right. You can. Right drop a little bit more coin into a, into a professional microphone or one that's quiet enough that it won't pick up so much background noise. You can basically do this from a beach in Bali, right. And uh, still have a warm and rich conversation and, you know, just talk to somebody in England and Australia and the United States. Right. And you can still keep in contact and create those opportunities for yourself all while, you know, like you are in a different location because, um, once you have the correct equipment, you know, to do it, and we're not talking thousands of dollars here, even though, you know, I suffer from shiny object syndrome, probably as much as you do with just a little bit of planning, you can really do this from anywhere and everywhere. Right. I used to be a big fan of going to WeWorks, right. uh, before the pandemic. And I was just, and really it would color my perception of where I was going. It's like, okay, is there a WeWork in that city? Great. Okay. Yeah. That'll be They'll be a great place to go just in case I need to pop into the office. Right. So I would go and do stuff like that. But for the most part, you know, like um, the idea of traveling, right. And I'm not even talking digital nomad at this point. Right. You know, even if you can, you know, because if you're already working from home and here's something that's really interesting, if you're already working from home, does it really matter that you are actually home when you work? Right. It doesn't. Right. So if I decide next week that I'm going to work from Los Angeles, you know, good on me, who cares, right? As long as the phone rings and I have a good internet connection and I, uh, you know, have good headphones, it shouldn't matter, right? Taking that a step further, I made it a mission of mine to meet the people that I work with in person, right? Both clients and virtual, you know, virtual staff. And what happens is that once you meet them in person, you break bread with them, have a beer or whatever, it 
solidifies that relationship where people work with me now for years rather right. than months or rather than per project, simply because, you know, I made the effort to go out and meet them in their country, get to know their culture, get to know what they're all about. And they're just like, oh my God, Jeff, you're the only one that's ever done this, dude. Like that's the cool way to do it. Sales Team Ready is sponsored by Gain the Edge. If you're wondering how you'll hit your sales goals or hit your numbers, if you've experienced sluggish sales so far to this point, or you're just tired of hitting the same problems and challenges, let us talk. Let us see where we can get you unstuck, right? Because we can create the systems, the processes, the strategies, and the sales teams that can help you move past where you're going and reach that mountaintop. Reach out, join us. Hey, the link is in the show notes. Right, and talk to one of our GTE success advisors, see what we can do to get you up to that mountaintop. For sure. I like that a lot. All about and we're, relationships is, is the core of how our business drives. We're all about relationships and, you know, you can't invest enough in people. I don't think that's the glue that makes everything go. Um, exactly. Before we get into the last portion of this here, I, I really want to talk a little bit more about the scaling perspective of a podcast and you as a marketing agency, it's great to have a platform. And I see a lot of people do it. And most people don't get anything out of a podcast. I get people all the time. Oh, I don't, I've never gotten a return. And, you know, we talked about not having a system or a process. Usually it's, you know, you need to have some way to predictably engage with the people you are interviewing and or the people who are listening. And, you know, a lot of times that magic word comes in a form of a funnel of some kind, but, uh, you know, talk a little bit about that. What are the things that people need to be thinking about turn, turning podcasts into a quality strategy for, for growth? Sure. I think it starts with the, with the intention of who it is you want to talk to and why, right? Because what we're starting out with is that if you just let any old Joe, you know, come on your podcast because they have a new book or some 19 year old newly mints herself as a mindset and relationship coach. Okay. <laughs> you know, you know, good luck with that. Right. So part of it has to do with the pre-qualification, right. You know, if figuring out, is this person someone I really want to work with, right. Or is this someone I really want to talk to? Does this person serve my audience or does it serve the, um, you know, where I want to go with this, you know, very quickly. Um, I, for my personal podcast, and this is not for everybody. I do not check my stats. I have no idea how many downloads I have. I don't look at them. And it's part of the competitive nature of it all. Even if it is a hundred thousand downloads a month, I'll probably be like, well, why isn't 200? And then I'll sit there and obsess for three days on how I can get it up to 200. And then that's, uh, that's a bunch of lost time for me when I should be out talking to other people and, and getting out there. So the reason I do it, right. And hopefully this will answer your question and it'll tie into, you know, to everything else is that I am looking to speak with people who I can partner up with, right? So that in turn, it makes me more selective, right? And so what does that mean in practice? In practice, it means setting up a funnel, right? Or setting up an application page, whatever, landing page, whatever you want to call it. They're all the, they're all the same terms for the same thing, right? right? And basically, if you want to get on my show, you need to, you need to take three minutes and, and articulate for a minute, you know, what it is that you want to talk about based on, you know, like I have a little video and I explain what it is that I'm looking for and how I want you to do it. And, you know, just please articulate it. Right. So like when you came on my show, you articulated it very well. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I want to talk to this guy. Right. And then you get the calendar link. Right. So you already did that, that pre-vetting process. And there are some people that don't make the cut. Right. And there are software out there that actually makes this very easy for you to do. You can do this with active campaign. You can do this with high level. You can do it with, you know, with almost any CRM. 
you know, just taking the time to, to pre-frame what it is that you're, you know, what it is you want to talk about, who it is you want to bring on and being selective about the people that you're actually bringing on. Then once you, you, you know, once you have that person in front of you, you know, you're, you want to put your best foot forward. You want to have an interesting and engaging conversation. And I tell my guests this all the time, the worst case scenario of what we just did today is that we made great content. That's the worst case. Imagine what the best case is. Best case is we work together, we partner up, we, you know, we give send each other commission checks and, you know, like it's all great. Right. But I think where most people end up falling down is that they're expecting this splash of, I just put a podcast episode out there and someone in the ether is going to listen to it and almost crash their car out of the awesomeness of listening to that episode of Jeff and Jim, you know, just talking about things. And it just does not happen that way. Right. right. It's a spoke in the wheel, right? It's a pretty big spoke, but it still is a spoke because you need to do more things with it. You don't just put the episode out on Apple iTunes and wait for it to be absorbed by osmosis. You need to go out and promote it, you know, tell people about it, put it on your LinkedIn, put it on your Facebook, put it on your TikTok if it's, uh, you know, if it's interesting enough. Right. right? And then afterwards, there's the follow up, right? Like, what are you doing with this newfound contact? Right. It, you know, so think about it this way. If I would have cold called you out of the blue, you didn't know me from Adam, right? And said, uh, hey, Jim, I want to talk to you. I want to sell you my podcast strategy service. Da, 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 da. I probably would not have gotten through the two gatekeepers that you have in order to get you on the phone. It just would not have happened. Right. Right. But then, you know, get you on the show. We talk about it. I get to know you. You get to know me. You know, like now we have a conversation. You will, for one, you will remember my name. Right. By the way, I'm talking about the bottom foundational levels of these right. interactions, right? I'm not talking about the top stuff. The bottom ones are that you will remember my name. You will remember this great conversation that we had. And then we're going to be, you know, like you will be more open that if I did have something to offer you based on our conversation, at least to entertain it, right? At least right. to listen to. Well, so at least, you know, you, you get at least to take the call, right? Exactly. And that's the difference because, you know, uh, we we are working. I, I use a three P's perspective um, when I'm doing podcasts, and it's all about either if I, either I can gain positioning, a partner, or a profit, and exactly. and that's both directions. If I can gain positioning, or if I can help somebody with their positioning, right? Gain a partner, um, or provide an opportunity for somebody to be seen who who wouldn't, right? It's like people had to help me coming up, so I'm totally willing to help somebody else get them some eyeballs that maybe that they wouldn't before. Um, but the thing, you know, and we put a lot of effort into that just being the tip of the spear of a relationship. I mean, you've spoken to two, two people on my team already, right? We, you know, we've had engagements and we've had, you know, we, we, we have some partnership, uh, you know, things in the works. And, um, so now you reach out and say, Hey, uh, you know, I, I need to get on a calendar with Jim. My team's going to put you on because we've got a relationship versus, like, I mean, I, I've had, I don't know how many, uh, I probably average, I'm going to guess two or three a month, sometimes more people reach out and want to get on my podcast generically. And almost none of them, actually, I've only ever put one cold outreach person on a podcast because I have so many other people that I can talk to. And I have my, you know, my clients and my network and stuff. So I very rarely sourcing cold uh, people to interview, um, you know, but, you know, it's like when you, when we've, this is when we've got this connection made, 
now it's like the, there's it's easy to return the call. It's easy to follow up. And now it's, hey, let me see, you know, uh, I think I could, you know, you'll be used to ben benefit to speak to my mastermind or to hear to, you know, speak at an event or, you know, you're, you're in my, you're in my thought process now. So when I'm talking to other people, um, you're like every interview that I do, every podcast that I'm on, everywhere I go, I'm always, hey, how can I serve you? Who else can I connect you to? Who's a good interview for you? I always want to leave something. And so now you're in that network. So as I'm talking to people and they're looking for guests or someone to speak to, you know, you're now on the Rolodex. You're like, okay, you know, that might be good for Jeff. And so now it's, a, it's, it's just, it, it, the podcast, like you said, because it's a conversation, it's not an, and here's my card, here's your card situation. It's a, we're actually getting to spend some time. Um, it opens the door to so many more dominoes falling. Exactly. You know, and that's really the cool part is that, um, you know, you can start this out, you know, just on a Google sheet and, you know, just uh, put some names together. You know, when you're, you know, when you're building your dream 100, you know, the top 100 people that you want to do business with, or that you want to, you know, be in their Rolodex and, you know, you're putting that together, you know, the, a podcast really is the best way to, you know, to do that because you're not just offering a phone call. It's like, you know, Jim, I'll be honest. If you were to call me up and say, Hey, do you have 15 minutes for coffee? I don't know. Even if you came to visit in Miami, I mean, I'm in Fort Lauderdale. So I'm like, I got to drive 45 minutes down to have 15 minutes with you and drive another hour back. It's not going to happen. Right. Right. You know, uh, depending on what's going on, but here it's like, you know, it's great. But also what happens is that there is a fair amount of automation, which means zero personnel that you can set up to facilitate this process and you can make it personal enough. I mean, I've, um, I've seen someone do the exact same thing I'm doing, but with chatbots, yeah. you know, where they just uh, walk people through the process using a chatbot, which is easy. I, you know, I guess, you know, that's one way to do it, but also with the follow-up, you know, just be relevant, you know, like the same fundamental practices that you do in email marketing, the same fundamental pra practices that you're doing with, uh, you know, with prospecting and appointment setting, you know, tagging people. Uh, you know, whether they're hot, warm, or cold, or, you know, what kind of industry they can be in, right? You can be doing all of the same stuff, you know, here, because if you treat it as, as a lead generation channel, then it will give you that return as a lead generation channel. So think about it. Even if you're, even if you're trying to do, I don't know, 10 sales calls a day, 20 sales calls a day, whatever it is, you know, I, I don't care who you are. No one's hundred percent at that. Right? right. So, um, but if I do 10 podcast interviews a day and I publish them, right. And, you know, two out of the 10 end up becoming clients. That's, that's still a 20%, you know, close rate. Right. And right. You know, I have the added benefit of, you know, the other eight episodes were probably really great content wise. They just weren't ready or weren't interested in what I had to offer. But that door but is now open. created this mountain of content and this mountain of goodwill that I was able to, that I was able to propagate to the world. And yeah, I'll, um, I'll take those odds. Yeah. Well, and, and the door I'll, is now open. I'll take that anyway. they, those can become something in the future. Right. And, you know, I'll, I'll give you a, some, some, some even more statistics around that. We are at a 50% conversion rate of the podcast interviews that we have, whether it's me as a featured guest or me interviewing, um, that they become either a partner, a client, right? Or uh, a, what's my third P? <laughs> Profit. 
oh, positioning, right? So somebody who gets the opportunity to turn into something else, it's like, hey, come speak on my stage uh, or whatever. It's, you know, we, we best, yeah, I, I take it, the, I call it the perspective of selling through somebody instead of to somebody, right? So, you know, if you have, if you're open, if you're clear on what you're looking for, um, you'd be astounded at how many of those opportunities can turn into something. If you can get three, four, five out of every 10 to open the door to something as a next step, that's where else can you find those odds unless you're just a supreme closer with a great marketing and everything else in place? I mean, this is rivals the best marketing and sales funnels that exist. You know, uh, I'll, I'll leave you with this one thought. Um, when I first started this, I thought I was going to be a YouTuber, right? I thought I was going to be one of those talking heads with the cool background showing off my aesthetic workspace and things like that, right? And you can see a little, you know, some remnants yeah. of that with the blue and red lights behind me and you know, all that stuff. Right. But at the end of the day, me ranting in front of a camera by myself, geez, I can't get two words out edgewise. Right. Yeah. It's just, it makes me incredibly uncomfortable. I just can't do it. Put me in front of somebody hmm. can do this for hours. Right. You yeah. can do this all day. And what happens is it's like, okay, you know, so I'm not going to be good doing these solo rants, but if I can leverage my platform that I can meet more interesting people, then great. You know something, Jeff, you just invented a, you know, your own interview style podcast instead of a one where you just go off and rant about politics or rant about other things that yeah. only niche people care about. And uh, no, no knock on ranting. We love your rants, guys. Those of you who are ranters rant away. We love those too. So knock yourself out. I, I get that a lot. I, I get on my rants and I actually, sometimes I get a lot of feedback that a lot of our listeners prefer when I go on rants at times. Um, usually because when I do, I'm very focused on something specific and it, it can be entertaining, I guess. But um, but it's a good way to mix it all up. Test it out. Find the one that's best for you. But either way, make sure you're using a strategy that works to take this and repurpose it, multiply the effectiveness and get it out in the world so that the people who need to hear it can actually hear it. And Jeff can help you do that. So there's a lot of knowledge. I'm sure that you're hearing with him. He's got some great insights and, and experience. How can people get a hold of you? And what's something that they want to be coming to you for to, to get some insights? Sure. Uh, very easy. Just go to jeffmendelson.com, J-E-F-F-M-E-N-D-E-L-S-O-N.com. And I have everything on there, including my podcast coaching and uh, you know some of the done-for-you services that uh, we provide. Really what you... Uh, uh, who I serve are agency owners, coaches, influencers, and entrepreneurs who want to leverage their podcast as a lead gen tool, whether it's starting one out new or leveraging the, the one that you already have. I'm all about putting together the SOPs, putting together the, the strategies and the processes to make it as easy as possible for you to start and stop recording and let your team handle the rest. So that's really the Amen. big thing. JeffMendelson.com. You should be able to find me, you know, like on LinkedIn, you know, Facebook, uh, all those neat places. And um, I respond to everybody personally. So feel perfect. Free. Uh, and all of that information will be, you know, in the show notes, you'll be able to access and so make sure that you tell them you came from the podcast and we would love to hear what happens afterwards. So make sure you're staying in touch with us and, and checking it all out. Um, so uh, in the meantime, guys, go out, make a lot of money change a lot of lives, scale the mountaintop and uh, stand out and be different. So we're here for you. Uh, we're, we appreciate as always you trusting us to be part of your success team. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the time with Jeff. Go see him, go find out what he can do to help you get your voice dialed in, get your message dialed in and get out to the world. So uh, thanks for being here, Jeff. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you so much for having me, man. Awesome.